This is the Daily Barometer Sunday morning news, giving you this week's news coverage recap. I'm Angela Tam, and here is the local news from this past week. Melanin Minerals is a minority-owned business located in Corvallis, Oregon, that specializes in all-natural CBD-infused handcrafted beauty products and has had to adjust during the pandemic with how they conduct their sales and make products. The idea for the business first came up in September of 2018 and was launched on February 1st, 2019. The owner of Melanin Minerals is Johanna Hamilton. She is also a PhD student in the School of Public Policy at Oregon State University. I always knew I wanted to be involved in this cannabis and hemp industry due to how black people and other people of color have been disproportionately impacted by the war on drugs, Hamilton said. Despite the fact that thousands of people are getting mega rich and building their own wealth across the country from cannabis and hemp, there are still millions of people in jail for it, the majority of those being black, indigenous, and people of color. The business is doing well right now and has slowed down after the holiday season. Hamilton tries to balance attending graduate school with her business along with other campus and city involvement. Hamilton wants Melanin Minerals to grow to become a common household skincare name. Her overall goal is to get farmland and grow her own herbs and ingredients. She also wants to use that farm to teach BIPOC and other marginalized groups including veterans, people with disabilities, and members of the LGBTQ community how to farm and grow their own food. Ongoing cases of COVID-19 have made for a weird 2021 sports season. Just last week, Oregon State Gymnastics was supposed to host the Arizona Wildcats, but that meet was canceled due to COVID-19 issues within the Wildcat program. It was disappointing not to have an opportunity to get out and compete, and it was just a reminder that in this year, we are grateful for every opportunity we have, and we want to make the most out of every opportunity we have, head coach Tanya Chaplin said. So when the Beavers were given another opportunity to compete in Gilt Coliseum against the 13th-ranked California Golden Bears, the team made sure they would not go down without a fight. Chaplin said that the team has been training to stick their landings in the vault routine, which showed throughout the meet. In total, the Beavers' vault lineup, which is ranked 13th in the country, scored a 49.050. The high score would help boost their confidence as they headed to the Bars event. Heading into the halfway point of the meet, the Beavers had a score of 97.750, while the Golden Bears had a score of 98.900. Despite high-scoring performances in all four events, the Beavers would fall to the Golden Bears by a score of 196.200 to 197.425. The 196.200 was the season best for the gymnastics team, which left Chaplin and the other gymnasts happy with the overall performance. Corvallis' city councilors recently shared advice for the newly elected ASOSU officials, drawing on their own experiences in city council to provide insight into politics. City Council President Hyatt Lytle said her journey in local government began a few years ago with the police-related shootings of Alton Sterling and Philano Castile. Lytle ran for council vice president in the second year of her first term as city councilor and was unanimously voted in at the first meeting of 2018. From there, Lytle naturally progressed to the role of council president. For those that want ASOSU to be the beginning of a political career, Lytle's advice is for students to always listen to their constituency and do their best to address concerns. Oregon State University falls under Ward 4, Councilor Gabe Shepard's ward, who just joined the council in January. Shepard said the 2016 election results motivated him to improve his understanding of the political landscape and join his family's history of public service. Although he was an OSU graduate, Shepard said he was not a member of ASOSU, but advises students who plan to have a career in politics to make friends now. 
In regards to newly elected ASOSU officials, Mayor of Corvallis, Fifth Traber, said he would recommend they understand their government scope of responsibility, know the issues well, voice their views, and propose or take action when decisions come forward to govern actively. Lytle offered an open invitation to ASOSU members to audit their city legislative committee, which meets during the state legislative sessions, saying that students could get a good idea of how state-level issues affect local issues, even at the university level. The Associated Students of Oregon State University's 2021 elections took place between January 28th and February 19th. Early on, the student government disqualified a student from participating in its elections because they had taken a term off for financial reasons. ASOSU was then accused of discrimination against low-income students. Along with the two other tickets that ran for president and vice president in this year's election, a third team had been planning to run. This team consisted of Jax Richards and his anonymous running mate. Just before the application deadline on January 28th, Richards and his running mate were informed by ASOSU that Richards' running mate was unable to participate because they were not enrolled in classes for the winter term. After disqualifying his vice president, Richards accused ASOSU of discrimination towards low-income students. The ASOSU Elections Committee, however, say they had not disqualified Richards' running mate due to their inability to take classes due to financial reasons. It was only because they were ineligible to run based on the eligibility requirements stated on the website and in the information packet. These requirements were approved by the Elections Committee as well as the ASOSU Senate and were made available in November 2020, according to the committee. Richards, however, believes this illustrates even larger problems within ASOSU. Richards said that while an individual is unable to run for office if they take a term off for financial reasons, a current ASOSU student can take a term off from classes for an internship and still hold their position in office. This claim is neither confirmed nor denied by the ASOSU Elections Committee. Richards said that there are many other possible barriers to participating in the ASOSU elections for students of low income. Such barriers include the preference for candidate resumes to have unpaid internships and the requirement for candidates to finance their own campaigns up to a limit of $300. ASOSU legislature members are also only given a stipend that doesn't cover the hours of work put in. There is no current plan to change the rule about needing to be enrolled in classes to participate in ASOSU elections. However, the Elections Committee said they may have amended the rule if the issue had been brought up earlier. This has been the Daily Bomber's Sunday morning news wrap-up. The Barrow's March print issue, themed 125 years of the Daily Barometer, will be on newsstands across Corvallis and the OSU campus tomorrow, March 1st. I'm Angela Tam. Come back next Sunday at 9am for next week's headlining news here on KBVR-FM.